You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 417 of Podcateers. This week, Andrew has a new toy. Fortnite gets a new skin featuring one of our favorite explorers. We talk about a fun YouTube channel. World of Color causes guest concerns. Disneyland Paris gets a wait list. Haunted Mansion Holiday gets a return date. Oogie Boogie Bash tickets are coming. Darth Vader makes a digital appearance in Times Square. And some Spider-Man films are coming to Disney+. And we give our thoughts on the ad-based tier coming to Disney+. As always, we'd love to hear how you feel about the things we talk about in this episode. You can join the conversation on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers. But if you're not yet a member of our community on Discord, we'd love for you to join the conversation there. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com slash 417 and click on the Discord logo. Or you can click on the link in our pinned IG story. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that helped make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers after show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP squad for their continued support. All right, it is time to get this episode going. And if this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for some time now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 417 of Podcateers. You know what? <laughs> they're all in the range. As long as they're within that sweet spot, it's really easy to get them all together. So it's fine. Okay. I'm like, it's all right, totally we were, we were okay. off. <laughs> nah, cool. we're, we're just fine. I have a question. Can you hear the drumming outside? No. No. Okay, good. Good. Um, as you know, we are very close to a public park. And because mm-hmm. of that, there's tons of people that go to said public park. And there happens to be a baseball game happening at the oh. park. And to, today they have the loudspeaker really, really loud. And so it's it's near a basin. And so there's a lot of echo that happens. So it sounds much louder than it actually is. And aside from that, they have like members of a drum line they're practicing or something and so they're just like like that's Nick Cannon there he could be who knows I mean he was a member of that drum line I don't know but it it's not helping my headache so yeah but maybe they're doing some of those cool flips and stuff with the drumstick that's a Flippity, flappity, flippity, flappity. And then they like, you've seen it where they like, they throw the drumstick and they let it go and it goes. There's all kinds of cool, weird drum things mm-hmm. that goes on. I mean, I, I can't see them from here, so I wouldn't be able to tell you if they are or aren't. But what I can tell you is my head hurts. That's no good. No. 
And the boom, 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 boom. Right there, up to bat. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. But hey, it is what it is, right? Uh um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh hey, so I have a question. How are you enjoying your new toy? Because you're about a week in now, right? Yep, we uh am having a good time. We got a ended up getting a switch. Yay. Um so yeah, we we have a switch. Uh, promptly downloaded Animal Crossing because uh, everybody said to do it. So we have it. Me and my wife are sharing an island. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, learning to swim and and it's been about a week. Um, so I haven't paid off my house yet or anything. <laughs> I just got a ladder for the first time. So I'm, a, you know... Always behind uh, most of the people that have been playing for a while, but having a good time collecting all kinds of bugs and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so when I first started playing Animal Crossing, I had several members of the community. Uh, they were very generous, right? They gave me bells. They gave me different clothing articles. They gave me different things to put all over my island. Uh, and this was probably three or four months into it. Mm -hmm. I think by then I had like the second iteration of the house or maybe the third by then or something. And cause let's face it, I invested way more hours than I would have ever wanted to the first like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven months that I've had the game. Twelve. I played like I've probably played a few hours a day. I will like wake up in the morning like, okay, maybe I should check the island. And then I wake up too early <laughs> and it's like, well, the store's not open yet, so you can't sell anything. I'm like, well, wow, I have to. I need to sell it. I know. I don't want to put it in a <laughs> drop box because then I get less money. Exactly. A, yeah. What a crock. Exactly. <laughs> so, so I, I wanna I wanna pass that generosity on. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not going to be the first, obviously, to offer this. I know Mel has offered and she's got a ton of stuff because Mel was one of the people that helped me. Uh, FGP squad members, my good friend Anitza uh, yeah. also helped me out a lot when I first started playing the game. And so now I'm in a position where I can do the same. But I did realize something when doing that. And I want to pose this question to you. And I'm fine either way. Mm -hmm. I realized that. Once you hit specific things in the game, it's all about building out the island because mm -hmm. those initial tasks are kind of the the base game, right? Like if you whiz by all that stuff, then it takes a lot of the enjoyment out of the initial portion of the game. Mm -hmm. So I want to give you a ton of bells and I want to give you a ton of stuff to decorate your island but I'm going to ask you, do you want to wait until you've played a little longer or after this, like, do you want to open your island and I'll go drop off like three million bells? You know what? Either way, I'm I'm happy to take it all because honestly, Tina, my wife, has been playing. She started the day before me. Um, and so she's getting all of the like the tasks that are the like main ones because we share the island. So it's like, hope you got to build three houses for the new people and you got to build a bridge and you got to do this. I don't get any of those. So I just get to have fun collecting bugs and, you know, decorating. So Ooh, I think I, then yeah. I got a bunch of stuff for you then. OK, yeah, all right. We'll do. set up a time. <laughs> we'll open and we'll open the island up and then uh, I'll fly over. 
only because in if you fly over since you just started you can only hold like 20 items and uh-huh. i That's think right. we can hold 40 so if mm-hmm. we go we can double up what we take to you there we go yeah, yeah, I know that my first day I text you guys, I was like, I got stuck by bees. And, <laughs> like, and, then, and then I got st- wasps or whatever. I was like, oh, I got stuck by bees. And, like two minutes later, I got stuck by bees again. And I thought I died. I passed out or fainted or whatever. I was like, oh, did I kill right. myself? Like, did I die? What happened? <laughs> and then I didn't have enough. I like I couldn't figure out how to to buy medicine so just Aww. walking around with a swollen eye for like two days until i figured out where the medicine was so um that's fun um but yeah it's it's a uh, interesting game to play it's the only thing i've really pr- played on the switch so far um i did where we have the um nintendo switch online Oh, yeah. Or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. So we downloaded the DLC because it's free with the family plan or whatever. Oh. Um, but I think I'm not far enough in the game for the DLC to do anything. Oh, we'll so. get to there. You're, you're talking <laughs> so. about Happy Home Academy, right? That's the one. Yeah. You know, we so we have a family plan. Uh, yeah. And I think the most that I've played is like the old N64 and the old Nintendo and Sega games. Uh-huh. I haven't played Happy Home Academy like at all. I think oh. uh, with their characters, my wife and the kids already beat it. Like it's they they went through the whole thing, and now they can use items from that on yes, their island and, or something. Like yep. what? Like that? It's that, and then what else do you get, Mel? Because you've completed um, it too, right? Yeah, you get um, you get the specific plant that you could only get there, which is a glowing moss. It's really, really cool because it's just like glow in the dark. So when you walk on it, it's like little puffs of glow. It's really nice. cool. Uh, you get unlimited of vines, but they grow back slowly. But I mean, you have that. And then you could always go back to the person that you help the home or help build a home. And they'll give you a DIY. And that's a recipe to make something else. So it's it's really, really cool. Um question andrew have you heard of i mean you're barely just into this um have you heard of nookazon no okay so look it up it's n-o-o-k-a-z-o-n like amazon yes but nook yeah but nook and it has everything nook that nook's got a (laughs) a monopoly on everything uh yes (laughs) he does he's a thief dude (laughs) I'm oh. I'm pretty convinced he's like the leader of a secret organization or something. The mob. <laughs> or something. So check that out. Look at it. Make a dream list. And chances are we may have those items. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. there you go. So it's just like a, is it just, I'm, I'm looking at it right now in the browser. It's mm-hmm. just like a list of what exists. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. the thing. Okay. I see. Okay. Cool. I I'm downloaded gonna... an app for my phone. Gotcha. Uh, the app. I don't know if they have an iOS version, but the app is called. I believe uh, so. I had it before and then I just like stopped using it. This one's called AC Fan. Oh. Gotcha. And this one's nice because. It does give you a listing of all the different critters, the recipes, items, fossils. And as you collect them, you could put a little star 
next to the ones that you want and the little like a leaf for the ones that you've already collected. And so it's kind of mm-hmm. like a checklist at the same time. And the great thing about that one is a lot of the stuff that I've gotten, I've gotten from trading because they have a, a section there with people that just open their islands and they'll leave stuff on their beaches. They'll say, you know, give me 50,000 bells and you can come raid my like presence or whatever on my island. And you can get a whole bunch of stuff that way. It's, it's been um, quite an experience because I haven't played Happy Home Academy, but I have some of those glowing things. Like there's this little pond that looks like it's glowing with like yeah. fairy dust or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got it from somebody's island. Like nice. I didn't, you know, I didn't get it from actually playing the game. So I have a lot of really cool stuff. Like I have this section of my island that that looks like it's got like UFOs and a uh, Me too. Like mining have equipment a and yeah, <laughs> like trees and a little moat and like a volcano and that little nice. fairy thing and it. I call it the Gravity Falls section of my island. <laughs> and um, it's you know one of these days we'll um, we'll do like a live on Discord or something where I run through my island or I'll shoot a video and I'll post it so people can see what my island looks like. And if anybody's playing Animal Crossing, if you need stuff, let me know because like Mel said, we have a lot of stuff. Yeah. So if you're just starting or if you need bells or something, let me know. I'll I'll drop, you know, a couple hundred thousand bells your way or something. I'm I'm cool with it. I I'm I think I'm at the point where unless I demolish my entire island and start it from scratch, I think my island's pretty set. Like I, I've played so infrequently recently. I mean, a lot of it's been because I've been sick and stuff. But I haven't played in so long that the last time I did, my island one, I walked out of my house and like my face was all disheveled, like my hair was all messy and stuff. <laughs> and he like washes his face and he like shakes his head. He's like, "Wow, it's been a while." And then so he walks around and I talk to the villagers and they're like, wow, Hazen, it's been three months since we last saw you. I'm like, don't rub it in. What the hell? (laughs) Hazen, all of your Tamagotchis have died. Dude, if it was like that, they would all be in that state. (laughs) You know what? I will tell you, though, that if they get sick of being on your island or if you don't pay attention to them, they don't die. But they straight up like they have a little poofy cloud over their head and they're like what to do, what to do, and they look all distraught. And then you go talk to them, and they're like, I'm so glad I ran into you. I want to move off of the island. <laughs> and if you don't like them, you'd be like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> You're not paying attention to me. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll set up a time. We'll we'll do an exchange, and then you can come visit the Disneyland portion of my island that I set up to to look as much as Disneyland as possible. And you can see Mickey Island. Nice. Those are Mickey flowers and stuff. Yeah, I made an entire little island with a bunch of white and black flowers. Nice. It's cool. At least to me. Yeah. My mom. And I'm I'm gonna have to put my friend code over in the Discord if people want to add me as a friend, and then other people can come and give me free stuff. Boom. (laughs) Boom. We'll build our own Nookazan economy there. There we go. We don't need Tom Nook, that thief. And then whatever you don't like, if you pick up a bunch of random stuff, because sometimes when you go to people's islands, uh-huh. it's just like it'll give you a little description, but you don't know what the color is. You don't know what it looks yeah. like or anything. 
So if they're letting you just take everything that you can grab, do that, and then when you get back, keep what you want, and then sell the rest to Timothy and Jimothy. Yeah, freaking Frack, or whatever their names are. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Timothy and Jimothy. That works. Yeah. Pretty close. Either way. (laughs) Uh, Hey, I want to stick with this gaming talk for a second, because I don't play Fortnite, but you brought up this interesting skin can you tell me a little bit more about it, please? Um, yeah, so I had just come across, it was like a suggested Google thing that popped up on my phone. Is Fortnite gets Indiana Jones skin. Nice. Um, I don't play Fortnite either, so I don't know much about it other than it looks like there's going to be some sort of event. I know, Melissa, you found an article about it, but it looks like there's going to be some sort of event where there's indie-themed... Uh, tasks. I have no idea how Fortnite works, and it looks like you can then like skin your character to be Indiana Jones. I don't know. I don't know how it works. We need like a Fortnite expert on this show once in a while or something. <laughs> well, but, yeah. I mean, from what I've seen, I mean, I don't play as much, but I have seen like Jerry play, and uh-huh. it's like they'll have like bundles of mm-hmm. like skins and different things that go with that film or that character. Like they had a uh, Moon Knight a couple weeks ago, I believe. Oh geez! A couple weeks ago, months ago, I don't know. But they it was sometime recent. in the past. I did remember seeing that one popping up. Yeah. Oh, I gotta say it. Moon Knight. <laughs> Sorry. So it's it's really cool when they have them because they have like all these different characters and whatnot. So uh, it's pretty cool to see like indie get love and finally come out on it. Oh no no no! Actually no. If I'm not mistaken, it already did come out. He his skin came out beforehand. And then I guess this is the second or third time. Oh, but, um, interesting. But it's pretty okay, cool so that it's coming need, to it. You know what? We need a solid skin. If they had a if they had a solid skin, I'd start right? playing. I download Fortnite on the Switch right now, and figure out how to get it. I don't know if I could get it automatic, all, like right away. But I'm pretty sure if you <laughs> paid for it, you can get whatever you wanted. Oh, well, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Is that a thing in Fortnite that people just make you things? Well, I don't know I how think, Fortnite works. I, I think the the idea is like most free games, right? Where uh-huh. it's free to play, but the weapons yeah. and the clothing that you have are just really basic. The yeah. thing about Fortnite is there. I guess it like Fortnite. Like, uh, there's so many people that are gonna hate me for saying this, but Fortnite to me is kind of like Twitter. There's like these really great pockets of people that play Fortnite and it's like super fun. I've seen a couple of videos and then it's like other pockets that are super toxic. All they do is badmouth the new players and That's if the you suck, world. you like you will get hammered from every direction with uh-huh. you know everything they can tell you under the sun. So, I mean, I guess it's like everything, right? I shouldn't equate it to Twitter. I apologize <laughs> because I guess everything has its toxic pockets. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Even, sadly, even this community that we enjoy has that its sounds, pockets. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, so, you know that what? Sounds I like apologize good, to Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a good band name, though. Toxic Pockets is a good band name. Oh, Boom, let's start it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't take that name. That's our band name, Toxic Pockets. <laughs> That's cool, though. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, You know, when they released a lot of the X-Men and they released, like, the Avengers and stuff like that, I considered playing it just to get those mm-hmm. skins. But, I like, I downloaded the game. I have it on my Switch. But 
you know, I I don't know. I just maybe I just didn't get into it. Maybe I'm too old. No. 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 <laughs> we play. <laughs> oh, okay. You're not too old. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe I'll get into it once the Disney Plus series begins. Because yeah. I don't know if you heard, but there is going to be Fortnite, a Fortnite series on <clears throat> Disney Plus coming soon. Like this Wait, is Pal- is is Palpatine going to be holding a concert there or whatever? He Probably. Did during, like in the Disney Plus. Series. Probably. I mean, the de- yeah, this the was a whole. Speak. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is like a whole thing. Like Bob Chapek made an announcement like a month or two ago, and he was like, "Yeah, we're you know gonna be collaborating with Epic Games, and we have this strong relationship with them now, and we're gonna be bringing the Fortnite library to Disney Plus." I'm like, "Okay, the Fort, cool, the Fort." But what is the Fortnite library? Like, what the is characters that? Characters have- or something? I don't know. Like, is there? Is it like? What does that mean? You know what they should do, given given how how popular it is. Maybe they should just have a bunch of gamers get together, record videos, and as long as you can like keep it Disney, right? Because it is for all ages. As long as you can keep it Disney and you don't do certain things that would probably not make it on Disney Plus. Maybe they should just do that. Forget about creating a series. Just have a bunch of players play a bunch of games that you upload to the service yeah. with a bunch of Marvel characters and Disney characters and lease out like Goofy and Sora and Donald and the Beast, like Mulan. And I you know what I mean? Like, have all these characters just <laughs> exactly. It'll be like Super Smash yeah. Bros. Yeah. But in Fortnite. <laughs> Grunkle Stan. Oh, dude. <laughs> I'm in. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. I don't know. I'm just trying to pull like weird random people out of there. I mean, that's <laughs> taking me back to Epic Mickey, so I'm for it. I'm not going to say good, no to that. Good game. Epic Mickey is a good game. Yeah. Not so great on anything outside of PlayStation, by the way. I don't know. I played I it on remember. the I thought it was only on the Wii because I remember I had the Wii and you put your Wii in a your Wii mote in the paintbrush. Like, it came with, like, a paintbrush so you could do this stuff. And then the other one I played on Xbox 360. Mm. But anyway, Epic Mickey, good game. Yeah, we were supposed to get an Epic Mickey 3, I think, for the Switch. And it never came out. And, Lame. Uh, Make it happen. Uh, or did it Disney. come out? I don't even remember. <laughs> I should look it up. Because if it I did. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I wanted it to come out. But may, because I didn't have a Switch at the time, maybe uh, I was like, can't, whatever. Yeah. Epic Mickey 3 was a planned third game in the Epic Mickey series, canceled due to poor sales of Epic Mickey 2, The Power of Two. Boo! Boo, yeah. Let's bring it yeah. back. Bring it back. I'm for it. All right, let me call Bobby and see if he's got some pull in the games division, even though he's not there anymore, even though he's running stuff for eBay and Canva and Go Fluffy Food Delivery, or what was it called? Go Puff. Yeah, Go Puff, that one. <laughs> Go Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Gabriel Iglesias one. <laughs> I feel like I'm delirious. <laughs> my head is killing me. My head is just like boom, boom, boom. I can feel my heartbeat in my head right now. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move on to something else. Actually, this is all game related, too. Uh, Mel, this channel that you sent to us on YouTube. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it. And then I'm going to tell you something that's a little surprising. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> no, it's okay. good. It's good. Oh, okay, cool. Um, okay, so I was stumbling on Reddit, and I found this clip, and it looked really, really cool. It was too, to me, I was like, oh, this is really, really cool. This looks like stop motion, you know, and I dig a little bit more, and this guy, this guy, he's based in Japan, does stop motion with figurines and he just like takes them out of the box does his thing and creates like these really clear videos of these figurines like coming to life and that's basically you know what he has on his youtube channel um the thing that's so exciting about it is that we don't really have a lot of like stop motion claymation things like that of you know just different different kinds of animation and this blew my mind so I was like I have to we got to talk about this we got to something I'm like geeking out here because this guy is on something like he's spectacular in his work and his YouTube channel is Animist which is A-N-I-M-I-S-T and um what he has, it says, the description is, Animus is a person who believes in every material thing has a soul. And that's what he does. Is like, man, like if toys had to come to life, this is it. Like he does a great job. He does a lot of different things. Like he's done Street Fighter. He's done um, Dragon Ball Z, Kirby. There's like a lot more, but yeah, I was like, we got to talk about this because other people got to see this because this is some cool stuff. And I know it's not Disney, but it is cool stuff. <laughs> I mean, Captain America's in there. Captain America's oh, yes. In there. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Brain fart. <laughs> That's the one you sent us was like Captain America yes, tackling. You're uh, right. And uh, I did that on purpose so I can make it Disney related. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Guy. I don't know. <laughs> was it Woo. Goku that he was fighting? No, it was a blonde guy. I don't know who that is. Goku is the blonde guy. You know what? I, I, was he fighting? I don't know. This I don't know either. Guy. He was fighting. He wears orange. I don't remember. It's just cool looking. <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. But is it, it was, was it blue suit or orange? Orange. Orange. Well, orange. I'm pretty sure is Goku. Okay. Vegeta, well, I don't know. Vegeta. I don't know Dragon Ball Z from you know anybody, so I couldn't tell you. I know there's like a spiky hair guy. Well, no, most of them are spiky. Most guy. of them, like yeah. A, and then there's like an old man, and then there's probably a kid, and then there's like a bald alien guy. I don't Always. know. That's there. You go. That's all I know mm. about <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. I'm. Is there? Uh, are there balls? They're like pokeballs, but they're Dragon Balls. Is that a thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 But That's they do course. have cool fireballs and cool like power ups and stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so this channel, Mel, uh, when you, first of all, I saw the Captain America video, right? I'm like, mm -hmm. damn, that's super cool. That's awesome. The next one that popped up for me was um, the, like, there was a couple of Street Fighter ones, like, with Ryu trying to, like, beat up a Red Bull can or something. Yeah. And, like, Chun Li comes and starts beating up the can and getting all sorts of combos. At, like, the animation style looked really, really similar to something that I had seen before. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it until I started going through the channel, and you just mentioned it right now, is the Kirby videos. 
My oh. kids have been watching this channel now for the last few months because oh my the Kirby <laughs> videos and some Lego stop motion stuff that they saw on YouTube has been their inspiration for their stop motion movies. And Whoa. so like they <laughs> watch these videos over and over and over. And there's a couple, I think, where he you can see the stick that's holding the characters up. And so mm -hmm. I don't know if he normally edits that out or if he just decided to leave it in going forward. But like there's you're right. They are so cleanly made. They're beautifully animated because they're so smooth. It doesn't mm -hmm. look like they're stop motion at all. It looks like pure 3D animation. And so my kids have been watching them over and over for inspiration. And they've gotten better from trying to figure out what he does and these other creators do with the Lego stop motion stuff on YouTube as well. So that's uh, awesome. I subscribed to the channel as soon as I, I made too. that connection. <laughs> And I started watching more of the videos as well and just his technique. The really great thing is that he does something that other creators don't do. Like other creators I've seen will post a video and it looks super cool. And then there's a ton of questions like, oh, how did you do this? How did you do that? How did this? And then nothing. Just radio silence, right? right? Uh -huh. This guy not only answers, but he's got the making of videos and he and he tells you he shows you how he's making yeah. them and that is super cool because it does it's kind of like you know you're passing on the torch you're helping a new generation get inspired and do these really cool things too and then who knows somebody watching it could one day make nightmare before christmas 2 or something similar because they were inspired by this that they saw maybe they can take what they learn here and learn animation techniques that were originally only learned by 2D animation artists. You know, you talk about the Nine Old Men and having things like the like the Illusion of Life book, and that was like the Disney animation bible, right? But mm -hmm. what if this becomes the next generation of that? What if this becomes, you know, the catalyst of them learning 3D animation and them going on to Pixar and making the next blockbuster film? Exactly you know, why I was excited about oh, this. <laughs> I love it. I love this. I found the video and it is blue suit, so it's Vegeta. Am I saying that right? Yeah. I don't yes, know. yes, v you are. V E G E T. Anyway, that's the video you said in Fighting Captain America. Um, yeah, I'm glad you brought up the making thing because you had mentioned the arm. And I know in the, the making series, that's where the arm is. And then he shows you how he takes everything out in After Effects. Um, which is really cool. But uh, yes, these are cool videos. Uh, oh, Nightmare Before Christmas 2 Reckoning, I think is the title. <laughs> That's funny. Well, we'll take a couple of the videos and we'll put them in the blog post for the episode, podcateers.com slash 417 if you want to check them out. Uh, and if you're only interested in the Disney stuff, then I will select a few Disney ones. There, Like I said, there's the one we mentioned earlier. They also have like a Buzz and Woody video that he created. Oh, they're like flying yeah, around. Yeah, flying around. That's He's cool. got like a Darth Vader one playing within at at like like a dog. Like he keeps throwing a ball and it like goes off chasing it and stuff like that. Or uh, there's There's one where I don't remember what the character was, but they like are fighting the 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 arm that he uses to to animate stuff in one of the videos the arm is like a character oh, i have not seen yeah. that that's so cool <laughs> uh so yeah i'll take a couple of these videos i'll put them in the blog post check it out and then um maybe i'll share them on the discord server as well 
we'll just post a couple of them in case people want to uh, see them. Uh, let's see. Let's head over to the parks for a little bit. I know we have some Disney stuff or uh, some Disney Plus stuff to talk about, but I I just want to ask you, do you remember how you felt the very first time that you were walking around Disneyland or California Adventure and you saw the dreaded black smoke ring and were wondering, are we being invaded by aliens? <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely remember. It's all it's oh it's a sight to see for the first time. Especially yeah. if you're if you're not aware of what it's from. Yeah. Well, apparently it made its return because, you know, World of Color has had showings recently. And so the mysterious black ring has remade an appearance in Anaheim. And for people that had never seen it before, and for those that maybe just didn't remember, uh, it is it has sparked some conversation because there were people that were genuinely concerned about us being invaded by aliens. Because of this black smoke ring over Anaheim. Yep. So it's just Pirates <laughs> of the Caribbean. Nothing to worry about. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was. I, I remember being a little concerned the very first time that I saw it, uh, and then I finally realized that it was from World of Color because the first time I saw it, I wasn't watching World of Color when it happened. Uh, Same. And then you know. Once we figured that out, then you kind of know about it. So if you see a black smoke ring and you just didn't know about it, don't worry. It's just world of color. Uh, it happens in <laughs> at least one segment that we know of. I, I don't think it happens on any other. It's just the pirate segment, right? I think it's the yeah. pirate segment. Did they add it to the finale? I don't know. Mm. I don't think so. That'd be, fun. That'd be funny if they added it to the like the... Um, What's the sad section at the end where oh. they sing this? What is it? The song from, uh, it was like a Josh Groban singing. I don't know. I haven't seen Roller Color in forever. I don't even know that part's in it anymore. I, you, know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. It's like all the, the, the parents and it's like and people are hugging and, and then smoke ring. That would be fun. <laughs> Just out of nowhere. Just like Dumbo with the mom and then smoke ring. A big column of fire. You know, I wonder what they changed. I know it's been open. It was kind of on and off because I know that they were having a couple of problems with it. But I haven't seen a video or anything to to confirm what is in the show right now. If they kept an old one or if they made any changes. So we'll, we should check it out and then figure that out or... Next time somebody goes to the park, they can let us know what segments are a part of it. Yeah. And what is the name of this song? I just noticed the guy going like, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> he sings something like that. And then and then at the end it's it's Belle and she goes, I love you. And then and then it goes That's good. That sounds good in my head. No, it's good. The way that you're describing it. It's the then yeah. And then it goes, The wonderful world of colors. <laughs> no, keep going, keep going. It's bringing me back to Wonderful, the electronica days. Colorful, beautiful. Uh, all right. So, yeah, black ring, black smoke ring. Yeah, not nothing to be concerned about. Uh, but if we're talking about spooky things in the park, not alien related, but Haunted Mansion Holiday was recently announced as coming back September second. It will make its return to the parks. Uh, Haunted Mansion Holiday. You know, I like it. I like it a lot, actually. I just don't like the date. I'm never going to get tired of saying that. 
because, you know, <laughs> no. it's not Christmas yet. It's still Halloween, so how dare you? But whatever. Uh, but I get it. It takes a long time to roll the mansion over. And, you know, I get it when two holidays collide. It's Halloween Town and Christmas Town. Yeah, 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 I get it. But it's it's Halloween. <laughs> Leave it spooky. Whatever. Maybe there should be spooky. more projections. Maybe everything should just be like... What are they? You, you know those big rings that they spin and they make designs. What are those things called? Um, I don't know. LED fan thing. I don't know. They sell, you know what I'm talking about, one, right? Yeah. They're selling yeah. one at. Hold on. I'm gonna <laughs> sneeze. They sell them at uh, Avengers Campus. They have a Doctor. The Doctor Strange one, thing. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So instead of having to do a whole bunch of stuff to the mansion, just put a whole bunch of those. And have those project what's happening. You can animate stuff. You can make things disappear. You can add real ghosts that way. You know, yeah. I look, again, million-dollar ideas, Disney. I, you're welcome. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> you're going to have to turn up the music real loud because you're like, all the, fa- all the fans going. <laughs> that, that would be funny. It's, you know what? But it would get yeah. less hot, right? Because you just have all that. Well, maybe they would exactly you know, blow the dust all. But around. they're LED, so oh. they can't heat up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> no, I don't need dust. <laughs> when your allergies <laughs> collide, and there's decades of dust in there. So. <laughs> and if you know about some of the things that happen in the mansion, which caused them to shut oh. it down, there's also other stuff in there too. So stuff, stuff. Yeah. There's no That's way good. to get it all out. I don't think they do, and that's no where way. the sightings come from. Yeah. <laughs> As we get closer to Halloween, we should do another Urban Legends Disney episode. Yeah. Maybe not even yeah. Halloween. That just sounds fun. Let's just let's just do it. <laughs> okay. Uh let's see what else. Oogie Boogie Bash is coming back. Uh, Oogie Boogie! I don't remember when the tickets boogie were gonna boogie go boogie on boogie sale, but uh it Soon. is returning. Ju- July something or another. Nice. Uh are either of you planning on going this year? Yes. Not sure. Hopefully, it's it's like uh, D23 happens at, like in September, and we usually go in September, so we'll see if we can get the time off of work, but I sure hope we can go. Um, and I don't know if you guys saw, but there there's a special D23 Halloween party I saw going that. On. There's like four D23 members. It's the like Saturday of the Expo. I think yeah. there's a special D23 Expo Halloween Boogie Boogie Bash thing. That's just going to be a long day, Yeah, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, brought up I the don't event know how that's going to be enjoying. Like, that's going to be, I mean, people are going to be tired. They're going to be yep. angry. But you're, already dre- you're already dressed in your costume. I guess you just walk over. That's true. Plop yeah, your booty I mean, after, down and you watch your energy. World of Color. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't think I've ever... I mean, Oogie Boogie Bash is like three hours usually, right? Three or four hours because they close down the park. They close it down. But I don't think I remember ever going to a D23 Expo where at the end of the day... And look, I'm not even in costume, right? All I was carrying was like my camera gear and stuff like that, like a backpack with a couple of snacks and stuff. But I don't think I ever... Like, I think once or twice we tried going to Disneyland after. And it was just, I was just so tired. I just couldn't do it. Like, I either sat down the time I was there and just 
you know, sat in on Main Street and just watched people. Like, or, I'm here. Yeah, or <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I'm too tired. I'm just going home. And then I just got home and knocked out. <laughs> like, well, we've, we've done, done that. It a, yeah. <laughs> we've, we've actually done that. when We've, we've gone done to, it a couple times. Yeah. Well, we, we got away with it because we were, like, dressed as indie bounds and stuff. So, of course. Well, I was dressed as Sala. You were it was dressed not as Sala, an indie it was, it, it was Sala. <laughs> but I got, like, uh, I had my sign, and they're like, you can't bring a sign in here. And yeah. I'm like, oh, we're just walking over there. And so, like, we had to get a bag and put the sign in a bag. And it was weird. Did they put you to work on the attraction? I They did. <laughs> I, I got to the front of the thing. I might have talked about this before, but I've, we were just, you know standing in the in the projection room, and I got up to the front, and the cast member like brought me up to the front, and I like recited the spiel along with the video, and there's photos of it somewhere. It was fun. It oh, was we so, have it somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. I have at least a couple photos. It was photos glorious. On my computer. That's That was fun. And then, you know, they did the, the one year when they did the Jujus, you had to go over to Trader Sam's at least oh, to get one yeah. of the Juju's. It was mm-hmm. like the pineapple one, or I don't remember which one. I don't know. That Juju's thing was fun. It was. It was awesome for $5. Yeah. Well, $5 each. So what? It's still but cheap. Still. No, I know. <laughs> it's cheap. Yeah. it's It was like 40 bucks or whatever. It was cool. I mean, yeah. in comparison to like the egg extravaganza. Which is egg. like half of that, and then you only get one egg. You know it, that that's a really great deal. Yeah, yeah, that was. I hope they do more things like that. The it feels like you know the the expos when they were like first starting out seemed to have more like kitschy like little things to do, and now that they've grown and grown and grown, it's like okay, here's the big giant booths. And they're all big, and there's not like the the Imagineering booth that one year at the Juju's was like kind of small, and you just like you went in there, and it was like, there's the thing, and there's a, a Hatbox Ghost animatronic, and whatever. Like that, <laughs> it was the yeah Tony Baxter just hanging out in there and doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I just wanted to do another one of those. Uh, speaking of going to the parks. The reservation system, obviously, is something that we've had a love-hate relationship with. And no, a hate-hate relationship. Hate right, one. right, right. A hate-hate <laughs> relationship. And it looks like Disneyland Paris just made it even worse for people. Uh, I, I guess this is supposed to help, but they added a wait list to the reservation system. And so if you don't get a day, now you have the opportunity to put yourself on the wait list. And if I understand it correctly, I have to go back and double check, but if I understand it correctly, if you're waitlisted for a day and a spot becomes available, you just get it. Yes. I read that as well. So what are your thoughts on this? And do you think it would be beneficial to have something like that here? Yes. Uh... But are you allowed? Wait, is it still six max? I wonder, because I could see people kind of pulling a stunt and trying to get every day. Yeah, I, I, can I see hate it to eating, say it. Yeah, I can see it eating up your if you you're on a wait list that counts as one. Okay. So, yeah, that would be my guess. I I can see uh, a uh, 
an argument for this and an argument against this very easily. The for this is like, yeah, okay, I'll get on the wait list. More than likely I'll get it because people drop their days and I might not get it till the end. That means I don't have to keep checking. But then again, there's the people that like to, you know, check the night before and keep checking to make sure they get that day. Then if you if you're on a wait list thing, you have less of a chance to get a last last minute uh, thing like, oh, I want to go tomorrow kind of thing. Um, so I, I can see a, uh, I'm going to say a bunch, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I could see a, uh, a, an argument for both. Oh yeah, it's, definitely. It just go back to the regular passes. I'm going to say it every time. Anytime we talk about passes, magic keys, what have you just go back to legacy. Uh, what it was. Yep. <laughs> yeah i can't find that in the app i did a bunch of digging i could never find it so they must have fixed it or yeah. something i don't know yeah i have to agree with you on both cases on this one like there is definitely some benefit to it but i feel like it is going to open up a new can of worms where you know i can see people just abusing it and just selecting a bunch of days and if they don't have a way to stop how many of those waitlist items you can have at a time alongside how many reservations, then it's going to get really messy really quickly, right? Yeah. But if you're allowed six and a waitlist item counts as one of those days, then, okay, you know, that's not bad. Um, I, I don't know. I think the reservation system has just the spontaneity of just going to the park just isn't there anymore. Right. And Mm -mm. I get the whole like checking the night before and stuff like that, but it's not as easy to just like, I don't know. Like, I just don't feel like it's as easy as it was before. Even if you are able to get it like night before, you know, there's all these other hoops you have to go through now just to try to go a few hours and, or enjoy, you know, the parks that, it, it, it feels like it's a bigger thing. Like now you got to plan for it and like, you know, a couple weeks in advance. And if you're going to meet up with people, then, you know, especially yeah, when you get a kids, group text like a, yeah. and all this stuff. And like, it's like, ugh. You know, and especially and if you want to eat yeah. together, if you want to do any of that stuff, that becomes a bigger thing. And yeah, I, I don't know. It It's not as magical as it used to be. That's Pretty it's a lot it. of work. Yeah. yeah, it feels to have more work. Fun. Yeah, that's what it is. It yeah. does feel like more work. It's like obligation. It's like okay, I have to do this, and then I have to do this, and I have to. Okay, well, I gotta make sure I do this, and I might as well get Genie Plus while I'm here because da 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 da, and then I have to use that, and I gotta make sure I get all the rides in because this 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 this. this. But if it was just like, hey, I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna plop my butt down on a bench. And eat a Dole Whip. Yeah. And maybe that's all I do all day. Yeah. And then you go through all the hoops. You do everything they say. And what do you get? Half of what you used to get. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Hooray. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just I hope that this experiment of the reservation system and the passes and everything I hope they can fix it so that it's a lot more convenient for people and that they can make it, like you said, Mel, a little more magical. Because I have to agree, it's, it has lost some of its magic. Every mm-hmm. All the work that you have to go through just makes it a little bit more difficult to want to get set up to go, right? But, you know, it's been a year now. What are we, a year, year and a half into the reservation system? 
Something uh, like that, right? What, I want to say about well, that. Well, yeah, whenever they started opening with just tickets only, yeah. So I would say uh, maybe going into year two soon. If I, I mean, I'd have to go back and check, but we're no, definitely... No, actually a year. Oh, it is a year? Yeah. Well, just think we've had we we nobody's had an annual pass for a year. Oh, you're yet. right. You're right. right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. So we're going on a year now, and the experience itself hasn't necessarily gotten better. I would say. Uh, so I think it's got some work that has to be done in order for it to feel more seamless for people to not make it feel like it's as much of a chore. And I can't even imagine what it's like for people that are like out of town. You know that want to come into the parks. Like, I guess for them, Bad. it might be in some ways easier because you can kind of plan weeks in advance. But the whole like, you know, hey, it's Thursday night, got nothing to do. Let's go down to Disneyland for a couple hours and have some chicken. Like that's that's gone. You know, unless you were checking the night before and happened to know that you may have wanted to go the next day or that you got out of work early and can go. You know, you you can't like it doesn't work like that anymore. So, you know, uh, I hope that this like I said, this whole experiment, this reservation system thing uh, gets, you know, cleaned up a little bit. And over the next year, we see some enhancements that make it better. Or like Andrew said, they just realize this isn't working. Let's just limit capacity and take it back to where we used to be. You know, maybe that's the problem. Maybe they were just allowing too many people in the park because if this is just a capacity thing, just don't let that many people into the park. There, problem yeah. solved. Well, and here's the thing. I think then they get to the point where like, okay, we wanted to limit capacity, but then we have all these people that say, well, we have annual passes and we showed up and now it's closed and I can't get in. Like where that didn't used to happen very often. It only happened, you know, Oh, that's true. Select holidays if they're trying to limit. I can like see the idea there. I get it. I don't like it. I I understand it from a factual standpoint. That doesn't mean I have to like it. <laughs> it's 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 no fun. It could it, be improved. <laughs> it and especially it's like okay, they were doing the thing before. It seemed like where they're like okay, here's the dates. And then those dates would sell out really quick. And then they would release more for those dates later. But that's kind of hard to like, especially for me who lives, you know, eight hours away. It's hard to be like, okay, I want to go to Disneyland, you know, a month from now. Oh, those dates are sold out. Well, should I still book a hotel and maybe try and get those dates? Is it going to be possible? Like it's it's you have to really plan out the 90 days in advance or however far you can go. Um, I just booked a, uh, uh, reservation for the Thursday before the expo just to make sure I had it because we're going to be there. Like it just became available. I'm like, okay, I'm going. So, Hey, if anybody wants to see me, I'll be there Thursday <laughs> before the expo at Disneyland. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that like, that's how far you're going to, you have to book it out ahead of time. And it's, it, I know there's there's plenty of reservations right now, and it's mostly weekdays and da 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 da. It's just annoying, and I will complain about it forever. So I'm just gonna stop talking because I can go on for three hours about how I don't. Like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely pros and cons. Um, I think of no all pros, of us. All cons. Yeah, I think of all of us. I would say Larry's had the best luck with finding like day of or or day before reservations. Mm-hmm. 
and I would yeah. say Mel is second, and then Andrew, ironically, you've, you're in third, and pretty much every time <laughs> that I've had an opportunity or have been feeling well enough to go, uh, I just I couldn't find anything. And then I just said, screw it. I'm just, whatever. Whenever we go, we go, yeah. and whenever it's safe, I'll go again, and whenever I don't feel like hot garbage, I'll go. And that's yeah. how it's been. Yeah. And I've used my pass twice. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it hasn't gone very well. I mean, it, it's probably exactly what Disney wanted, you know, because, uh, you know, we talked a lot about how when the transition happened, you know, we had, you know, the, the top of the line passes for Disneyland. And, mm-hmm. you know, we went three, four, five times a week sometimes. We didn't always get souvenirs, obviously, because we were locals. But occasionally like our kids collect stuff like the wishables and all that stuff and so we always bought something you know whether it was mm-hmm. popcorn a corn dog a churro whatever it was we always bought something but we were right. always there so if this is what disney wanted if they wanted to keep me out of the park well congratulations disney you did it <laughs> yeah see <laughs> i see because i you know i don't wouldn't go as often as that i'd go you know at the most like five trips a year but I would always, I'm buying two, three t-shirts. I'm buying whatever indie or Haunted Mansion stuff they got. I'm eating every meal in the park because I'm not leaving. I'm getting Dole Whips and churros and cinnamon rolls and chimichangas and nine bottles of Coke a day and all kinds of stuff. Like, I was spending money. You are their favorite. Yeah, I would <laughs> I would spend the whole day there. I'm like, I... I pretty content with the food here i don't want to you know because i'm only going for three days at a time i don't want to eat my day up with leaving the park getting to the car going somewhere to eat going back da, 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 da. there's two three hours right there so i'll just stay i'd rather take an hour break sitting in the park resting taking a nap in lincoln or something than uh than leaving so i i would gladly spend my money there um buying all kinds of stuff and i mean when i go when i have a chance to go i still do because i do you know when i'm not wearing a work shirt i wear a disneyland t-shirt i have that's all that my entire wardrobe is disneyland (laughs) t-shirts can't confirm And, (laughs) and so that I haven't had a shopping trip. I haven't gotten a new shirt in a while because uh, I haven't been to Disneyland. Oh, buddy, dude, I have a stack. (laughs) Yeah, I I need. I guess I need a shirt. I think I have a stack from like 2018 of how many times you know when they would give you the parking thing. Yes, I. I still have that stack, and they, I'm sure they they were like, you're the one that needs to come in last. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I miss that. Yeah. I mean, oh. I think that there was definitely a lot of things that were part of the Disney culture that were lost. You know, there were all those people that were trying to go continuously. You know, there were a couple of people on Instagram that had not missed a day in, like, you mm-hmm. know, 400 yeah. days or whatever the case was, and... You know, there there was a lot of things that, you know, we rooted for as part of the community that you kind of lost because of all these changes. So new new rules, new uh, traditions, I guess. We just have to figure out ways to work around all these new rules and try to make it fun again somehow. But in the meantime, it's frustrating while they figure everything out. <laughs> yep. So, 
Uh, cool. Well, I want to move on to a couple of other things, but before we do, I do want to remind you that this episode of Podcateers is brought to you by a fantastic group of listeners known as the FGP Squad, our podcast, Fairy Godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes happen. Uh, if you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can head over to podcateers.com slash FGP for more information. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, a little info on the FGP Squad, and a link to our Patreon. If you have any questions, you can always hit us up. Uh, being a part of the FGP Squad family does get you some additional perks, like uh, an exclusive channel over on Discord, uh, access to uh, additional content like the Podcasters After Show, uh, audio files that we've uploaded to Patreon, uh, access to giveaways, coupons for new stuff that we put out, uh, our access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. So again, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. And of course, to all the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. They so cool. FGP, you're cool. I like to say they're cool. Like a pickle? They are. <laughs> cool. Cool as a cucumber, cool as a, not a pickle. Is it a pickle? No, but it's a Disneyland pickle. Those are pretty cold. They're in ice. Chill. Oh, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're Okay. I don't know. Be more chill, Hazen. Okay. I don't All right. No, pineapple skewer. Oh, pineapple skewers are good. <laughs> Dude, I've been so into eating pineapples recently, it's not even funny. Like if I can't it's find fresh like, like if I can't find fresh pineapples, I've been buying like the pineapple jars. Like you can order them through Sam's Club and they're in coconut water and they are so freaking good. <laughs> they're like pineapple spears that are just soaking in coconut water. So, so the big question is, do you eat it with, with or without the peel? Uh, I eat it without the peel because, one, they're already peeled. The spears just oh, okay. come peeled. If I get fresh pineapple, I eat it without the peel because it'd be spiky, and I don't like that part of it. You don't, you don't have just a strong mouth that can eat the spiky no. pineapple peel? No, nah, not anymore. Do you take the leaves and put them on your head like a crown? A little bit. Okay. Sometimes I like to feel saucy like that. <laughs> be, what is what is that meme that says be like a, pine, a pineapple stand tall and wear a crown? I don't know. It says something like I got that. the last that. saying wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I know this one? <laughs> be like a pineapple spiky. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I want to get into talking about some of the... Uh, catch up on some Disney Plus shows, but since we're going to be talking about Disney Plus next, I did want to bring up this like Darth Vader thing that happened in New York. It was like this huge 3D screen, and it looked like on the side of the building, like on the corner, it just opens up like a hatch, like a hatch bay door, and Darth Vader's on the opposite side. He starts swinging his lightsaber. It looks like he's edging off the building there's like smoke and fire and like sparks coming out of it and it is one of the coolest things i've seen in a long time like these 3d screens are pretty common i think i think they they do these a lot in japan especially but to see it in new york to see it you know to celebrate the obi-wan series on disney plus this is pretty cool Especially yeah. considering last week's episode, which we're going to talk about shortly. So if you haven't watched it, just know that that's coming. Dude. Yeah, these screens, the screen is um, advertisement. The screen is uh, itself is an LG OLED screen. 
uh, organic LED screen. Um, that that that's the advertising for LG is like we have this screen and it's super cool, and then they have other people putting stuff on it. So I believe there was uh, a Boba Fett one a couple months ago when Boba Fett the series was running. They had a Boba oh. Fett one as well, um, and then yeah, the Darth Vader one. But it's it's uh, um, it's a screen that a bunch of stuff goes on. So there's all kinds of different advertising on it. But yeah, they got the cool Darth Vader one, Boba Fett one. I don't know any other properties that have been on it, but it's a very cool screen. the 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 thing with that they're I think they're trying to show is how deep the blacks are because of how uh, LEDs work compared to like a, um, like a, what I want to say, LCD screen. Yeah. Um, so you get those deep blacks because it can turn things off, you know, lights off. I'm not going to explain LEDs again, Andrew. Stop talking about LEDs. <laughs> now explain like, plasma get, screens. I'll get into LED <laughs> talk again. And I'll never get out of it. So, yes, cool screen, LG. It's on the corner of a building. It's cool. The way that it's presented and the way that you see the doors open, they're not doors, but the way that you're describing the blacks is like it gives you that that depth and the way that it opens everything and starts everything is like, whoa, it's really, really cool. I can't imagine what it looks like in person. Yeah. I mean, this is this is awesome. Yeah. I I think the the original video was on Twitter. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. going to see if I can embed it in the blog post as well, podcasters.com slash 417. Uh, if not, I'll do a quick YouTube search to see if anybody posted a video of it on YouTube. Um, but yeah, it's it's really cool. If I can embed it, I'll definitely post it on the Discord server because, I I mean, it just looks so, so lifelike. Yeah. Right? It looks so good. And if we had more of those screens... Like in the parks, imagine how they could be utilized as part of like the projections and the shows, the fireworks shows and stuff like that. They could actually replace the fireworks shows with stuff like this. Yeah, I mean, so the 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 whole concept with it, I'm sure you know, is it's all perspective. So you're looking at the corner. You have to stand in the right spot for it to look right. So if you, you have to stand on that corner perspective or whatever they have the perspective set up so that the, the effect works. If you stand all the way off to the side, you look like you have a weird stretchy <laughs> like Darth Vader or whatever. It's kind of like those 3D chalk drawings yeah. too, yeah. like where yeah. it's like all stretched out and you stand far away and it's cool. So that's it's something that it's very exciting technology and I'm excited to see where it goes Um I think it would. I think it would fit better in an attraction, mm-hmm. like something like Rise of Resistance or something like that, where you can direct people's view and be like, "You are here, and you see that from there." Yeah. Whereas, like the yeah, like where people are just walking around. I don't know how how um, cool uh, Disney would be. With like, okay, well, it looks great from here, but if you stand over there, it looks kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of pockets, I think, in the mansion where I think something like this would work really, really well. Uh, sadly, I think doing anything to the mansion outside of Haunted Mansion Holiday is so difficult because of how it's set up in general. But, yeah, you're right. Attractions would be the best place for this. Like, if they want to revamp Fantasyland again with a bunch of these screens where you can just tell people, look this way, and then they spin your car in that direction and... 
you see Pinocchio or something or, you know, Monstro. Well, they haven't, or... yeah, they haven't done Mr. Toad yet, so Ooh, get on it. Yeah. So, question, yeah. if you can't put it inside a mansion, would it be bad if I suggested we put screens on the balcony, on the top ah. floor, outside, and then we could see ghosts coming out at night? I'm just saying. You know that would be that would be, be better projections technology than than video screen technology because okay. what you do. But there's uh, a chance again. You can, <laughs> so you'd hang you'd hang basically what what is like a it's a micro scrim. Uh, ah. It's some it's a very very fine cloth where in the you can't see it unless you put light on it. So you can project on these thin scrims where it looks like things are floating. They that effects use blah blah blah. blah. I'm stop talking <laughs> but it no works. keep going i <laughs> yes. like this yeah so i mean it's it's just a very very fine you know mesh scrim it, it, it's you know like a like a netting and it's just basically invisible to the naked eye and so you couldn't project on it during the day the projectors just aren't bright enough to work and but at night fine. you know if you do it right you can you can uh, get some ghosties up there. I think that would be cool. I've heard You're ghosts welcome, only Disney. come out at night anyway, so boom. Yeah. Meeting yeah. adjourned. We <laughs> did it. We did it. Uh, since we're talking about Star Wars, let's go from Darth Vader to talking about uh, Obi-Wan. Latest episode, if you haven't seen it, again, spoiler alert, we are going to be talking about you know what happens in the episode so if you haven't heard come back later or you know what let's put it closer to the episode end before you know so we could talk about a couple other things because i do want to talk about this uh disney plus is getting an ad based tier like we talked about yep. this recently it looks like it's coming very soon and uh, I guess the the biggest thing that or the biggest change that's going to be coming from adding this additional tier is the fact that they would be on track to to earn nearly two billion dollars in ad revenue by 2025. And that is nothing to sneeze at. Right. I, I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that their goal of hitting a certain amount of subscribers isn't necessarily where they want it to be. Uh, they want to mm -hmm. be able to get to 260 million subscribers by the end of fiscal in 2024. And so they're hoping that having this ad-based tier is going to bring more people into the service, in turn, getting the subscriptions that they want in order to tell Wall Street, hey, we did it. Uh, and hopefully... Some of those people that have the ad-based tiers will also see the benefit of not having the ads, kind of like Hulu. You know, we had the ad-based Hulu for a long time, and then we said, this is horrible. Just pay the extra $6. And then we just paid it commercial-free. So I bet that Disney is also banking on that to try to keep uh, more of the subscribers, make more revenue. Um I mean, seven ninety nine, you know, is what we're currently looking at for a base tier for Disney, right? I mean, compared mm -hmm. to other services, you don't see that price a lot anywhere anymore. Like Netflix started off around that price; it's gotten progressively more expensive. I want to say that our Netflix is currently like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen bucks or something like that. I don't remember. 
something it's up like there. that. They just raised it yeah. recently or talked yeah. about raising it. Yeah. And so to have something that low for an ad supported tier, like how attractive do you think this is going to be? Do you think people are going to get frustrated and say, okay, I'm just going to pay the extra money? Or do you think there's going to be a trend of people that come on board just to watch something like Obi-Wan, The Mandalorian, whatever the case is, and then they come back when the next series is available? I actually see both happening. Um, There may be people who just want to watch the shows and bounce off. And um, I actually heard a lot of people doing that with with like WandaVision. And they would come back until the next show or something. Or like they came back for Loki. Um, and then, yeah, I do see those who are paying that price. And they're like, they're sick of it. And it's, you know, it's a natural. It's, it's some people do. And they'll cough it up. And yeah, like I said, I see both ways happening. I really do. So win-win for Disney, I guess. Yeah, I, I I mean I'm still on the uh, the the D23 Expo price, <laughs> so um, yeah, you... <laughs> I haven't paid for Disney Plus yet. We paid the four dollars a month in for three years thing. So um, have they listed what the the ad price will be? Because seven ninety nine is the no, the no ad price. So is is no, it going to be five dollars? Going to $4? raise the the general tier to eleven ninety nine. Interesting. Okay, because I was I was like looking it up because it's like currently the ad free tier is seven ninety nine. I'm like, okay, so there's that. Where's yeah. the da 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 da? So interesting. Yeah. So it's yeah, kind of like I, Hulu's yeah. model basically because Hulu does the same thing. It was like six or seven bucks for ad supported Hulu, and then it was like twelve or thirteen uh, to get it without to get it commercial free. So they're just taking the same pricing structure that they did with Hulu or have with Hulu, and they're applying it to disney plus now yeah interesting well i guess we'll see i mean yeah i hopefully it it boosts their numbers and then they start adding more content because it's it's a slow to go and i know they're they're doing this strategy where it's like every what is it every week or every month they're like okay here's the new stuff we added here's the new stuff we added but where's the stuff we want yeah there's there's a lot of stuff that you know, I mean, not everybody's going to be wanting, but like the Disneyland TV show and like Mickey Mouse Club and, and stuff like that, where why aren't these these here? I'm sure they exist. They've existed on DVD and they've existed on this and that and the other thing. So why are they not on there? Are we waiting for some special day? Are we waiting for the are they holding everything back for the 100 year anniversary of Could the company? Be. Is that what we're waiting for? Because that's next year. So is that what we're waiting for to get some of this stuff that everybody's been asking for? Yeah. Um, I, I, you know what? If if that's the case, then that's a good ploy. Uh, it's not too far away. I know we're going there. They announced some of the, the panels for D23. And I know we're going to be talking about the 100 years of the Walt Disney Company at the D23 Expo. So, um Hopefully we'll hear some more information about uh, Disney Plus stuff at the expo and we can see when some of this legacy content or whatever they want to call it is going to come. Because I want to watch some of that old stuff. I want to see 
I don't know. Just Walt on a TV and old commercials. I like that the old commercials are in there. I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that's pretty much it. We all want the, the older stuff, the vintage stuff, retro. like Really retro. We'll yeah. Like, where? let's get those Alice comedies on there. Let's get Zorro on there. Let's get Davy Crockett. I don't know if any of these are on there or not. I'm just <laughs> I pulling some old stuff out of my brain. There's plenty of stuff that... I mean, they don't even have to go that old, right? Like, there was plenty of specials that they had on ABC when, like, Splash Mountain opened, for instance. You know, like, you had mm-hmm. Ernest riding Splash Mountain. Ernest goes to Splash yeah, Mountain. Like, yeah, like, all that stuff was super fun. Like, put that on Disney+. Plus. You know, I, I would love to be able to revisit that stuff. And you're right. If it is to celebrate the 100th anniversary, that's cool. But I... I you know, they're only a year and a half away from trying to reach this milestone of subscribers. And if they're going to wait till D23 to announce, oh, by the way, this all this stuff is coming to Disney Plus starting tomorrow. You know, they're going to be less than a year away from, you know, when they want to hit that milestone for subscriber count. And there, there's always going to be the argument of whether or not they're going to have enough time to do it. So... It's going to be interesting to see how they trickle out more content and how they leverage the older content to try to keep some of the subscribers if they do that. You know, because the the idea of paying the 799 uh it's it's not an official Disney thing. This is just the projected like financial analysts have projected that that's what it's going to be because it's based on the Hulu model basically. But I don't know. I I think like, should Disney have started this a year ago to entice more people? Because if you think about it, the 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 millions of dollars that they're going to make isn't going to be from the seven ninety nine that they're getting from people. It's going to be from the hundreds of thousands of dollars that they're getting from the advertisers that well, are being shown hit, to those yeah. subscribers. But the math, if they, they you said they wanted two hundred and fifty thousand subscribers, right? Or million, 250 million subscribers was the number I think you, you said. They want to try to hit 260. Okay. So if two, let's just say two, make the math easy. 250 million people are paying eight bucks a month. They're making $2 billion a month on Disney Plus if they hit that number. Right. $2 billion a right. month. That's a lot of dollars. It is. But then think of how much more they're going to be making just off of the advertisers themselves because they're not well, going to make mean, 7.99 off of you know one commercial you know they're going to make you know they're going to make a, a little bit off of every time that uh, aside from the the money that they get plunked down at the beginning there's also going to be the little bit that they get from every time they show it i don't know i think 2 billion dollars a month is enough don't you well to disney it might not be. Not enough. <laughs> That's twenty-four billion dollars. I wish I had one billion dollars. Just right. give me one. Yeah. Just one. I just want one. One billion. Then I would be content. Yeah. And that <laughs> that exactly, you know, just using rudimentary math to figure this out here. That's exactly why they're concentrating so much on making Disney Plus so successful. You know, because it takes a lot less to run a service like this than it does to run a theme park. You know, so 
the the return on investment, obviously, on something like Disney Plus, if they can hit that amount of subscribers and they can get that money on a monthly and yearly basis, is in the end going to net them a lot more than the theme parks would in general. Well, and where they have the advantage, too, is like over Netflix is Netflix kind of had to like, OK, we're we're becoming a pro- production company. And then they would buy all these, you know, they'd buy shows from other things or say, you make that and we'll buy it. Da, da, da. Disney is a production company there. They already have the infrastructure. They've had it for 100 years to uh, to make these films. So that's where I think they're. Their strong suit is, is, okay, we have this backlog of content from 100 years. I just smacked the microphone. Um, but uh, they also have the, the resources to just be able to plop something out if they needed to or whatever for Disney+. Plus. Okay, we're doing this. Send that crew out. We already got them on. You know, they work here already. Da, 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 da. And they have the, you know, Golden Oak Ranch and all these different places where they can film whatever they want because they own it. So it's I think they have they have all the the pieces to do great things. They just need to give us more things, yeah. I guess. I don't know. More things. No, I I get that and it's you know, to your point, they are not they are not only a production studio, but they also own half of Hollywood now. <laughs> so all of the studios that they've purchased and all of the back catalogs that they have for like Fox, for instance, the Fox catalog is tremendously large. And as long as they keep adding stuff to Disney Plus or to Hulu, I like I don't know. I think honestly, I can see a day where now that Disney has dipped their toes into putting more extreme content or extreme for Disney Plus itself, adding the passwords, adding these adult accounts, you know, acknowledging that you're seeing more adult content. I can see a day where as majority owners of Hulu, they're just going to say, hey, guys, we're just going to take our content and put it all on Disney Plus. Now, we'd like to sell you our part of Hulu. You go do what you want with it. Uh, or they buy out the rest of Hulu and just merge it with Disney Plus. Like I don't, I don't think that's too far fetched to think. I I a hundred percent agree with you. I think there there will come a time where where Disney Plus and Hulu merge. It's 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 going to be interesting though because they're getting to you know we have both, and so people are they're gonna want a deal or whatever if. They merge and da 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 da. Oh, I didn't want to have Disney Plus. I just wanted Hulu for all the NBC shows that are on there, or whatever that I missed when I'm at work or whatever. So it'll be interesting to see. I think we're probably a little far away from that, um, but I I don't doubt for a second that that has be that is in talks with people at the moment to figure out when is the best time for that to happen. Yeah. Yeah, plus, you know, Bob Iger had a really unique way of interfacing with Hollywood. And so a lot of the plans that he made, a lot of the purchases, a lot of these deals that were made, you know, while he was running the company had to do with the fact that, you know, he he created these relationships with the CEOs and with people in the company where they trusted him to do what was right for the studios, you know, because obviously if you're running something or 
if you are the founder of something large like you know let's let's start with Pixar going all the way back to when you know they got Pixar from Steve Jobs you know or going back to Lucas and them promising Lucas yeah we're going to do well by your product i get it there's the arguments of well they haven't they've done this they've done that but there's the argument also of they are building an audience for the future. They're trying to future-proof themselves with these properties at the same time. You know, Bob Chapek isn't like Bob Iger. You know, he's much more of, of a businessman. He's, he's much more calculated in certain ways. And so he's got other people that are leading the way with these products. And... Uh, I think the relationships that are being built through people like, let's say, Kevin Feige, you know, like I, I don't know if anybody had an opportunity to see this, but two big announcements that came um, this past week is that the Spider-Man films are coming to Disney Plus, like the original, like Tobey Maguire and some of the I've looked at the right. list because I was like, oh, Spider-Man, some of right. Them. But when did you think that we would ever see them on Disney Plus? I well, hundred percent, I agree. You know, yeah, so it's, it's very cool to be able to see those there, and I'm assuming it's because Sony doesn't have one of uh, a streaming service. Of exactly. Their own. So that's part of it. The second thing that kind of was interesting to me because it's not happening in the U.S., but it's happening in Japan, is that. In Japan, Disney Plus is going to be airing the original Venom and is adding the Nort the Ed Norton version of Hulk, which, you know, for years we've always heard is not canon to the MCU, that, you know, it's the Mark Ruffalo version and all sorts of stuff, right? But they're adding the Ed Norton Hulk to Disney Plus in Japan. Will it follow here in the U.S.? I don't know. Sometimes I say I don't think so, and then Disney's like, pfft hold my dull whip and then like the next day after the episode releases they're like it's coming to disney plus in the u.s so <laughs> is it possible absolutely you know will they do it i don't know or like forky says i don't know they could <laughs> forky asked the question is it coming <laughs> maybe but i mean i'm glad that they've started to to make these deals with other studios to show some of these other films, right? Because if Disney wants to become a, a major player, you know, they're, they're pretty much there. They're very close to overtaking Netflix if they combine with Hulu. I think we talked about this like several weeks ago that if you take the market share that Hulu and Disney Plus have, Disney is technically the biggest streamer in the U.S. It, it overtakes Netflix, Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. why I don't think it's too far fetched that one day they're just going to say we're just going to combine these and then, you know, make it one. But it does it does complicate things when you have other services that are a part of it. But, you know, when when you talk about things like SNL or The Office and, you know, those NBC shows that you watch on Hulu, I just got a Peacock subscription. It was just so much easier. And then I don't have to watch like eight episodes. I can watch everything. Yeah, who knows? I mean, maybe maybe we'll start seeing like Die Hard and stuff on Disney Plus or or you know, all those other like R-rated Fox movies. Like if if these passwords and all this stuff is I'm assuming that's just they're easing people in and then we'll get 
Prometheus and I don't know whatever. Rocky I don't Horror know, Fox Picture Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that a Fox movie? <laughs> yes, it is. Movie, yeah. uh, Slumdog <laughs> Millionaire. I don't know. I'm trying to think of Fox movies. Boss Baby. That's not an R-rated movie. <laughs> <laughs> what if there was an R-rated Boss Baby? That would be interesting. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's it's all just like a matter of time, and I'm assuming it's there's a lot of balls in the air. It's who owns what? What contracts do we have? When do those expire? When can we renew them for this thing? Should we let these lapse? Yada, yada, yada. If we do this, is it going to let, you know, lose subscribers on Hulu? Do we care if we're going to merge it with Disney Plus? It's. I'm assuming it's all those things to they're taking into consideration. It makes my brain hurt even just thinking of the concepts of them. Yeah. So uh, they can have fun figuring it out and we'll just see what happens. Yeah. There you go. It definitely will cause some migraines, aside from the one that I I currently have. But I mean, I I don't know. I don't mind having multiple services. The idea of cutting the cord years ago was fantastic because it was like, wow, we're saving so much money. And you know, we've reached the point where we're paying almost as much as we were paying for basic cable. Are we getting more out of it? I don't know. I think the only difference is. You know, with basic cable, you couldn't always choose what you wanted, right? You were kind of at the mercy of whatever was airing on that channel at the the time. Convenience. Yeah. And with these streaming services, like you said, it's the convenience of being able to say, well, I really want to watch episode five from season four of The Office, you know, that just random. So, you know, you can do that. It just works that way with any of these services. And considering that Disney doesn't have a lot of the older shows that were on Disney Channel available, like they they seem to have just two or three shows running all the time. Having all those shows on Disney Plus is way better. You know, I just wish they did a better job of adding the current stuff to Disney Plus as well. You know, whether it like airs like a week in advance and you have to wait a week or something. But I think that's the next step, fully bringing the stuff that's on Disney Channel like over to Disney Plus before you begin to process and merge everything. But it's definitely a move I'd like to see in the future. Uh, The Office episode or season four, episode five is the launch party, part one. Nice. That's where (laughs) Dwight uh, tries to beat the computer at something. Nice. Um, (laughs) So that's what that is. It's a good episode. (laughs) Thanks for looking it up. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) You know what? I wanted to talk about like Obi-Wan and Miss Marvel, but let's leave them till next week. Yeah, we'll get a chance to watch an additional episode of each one. Uh, Obi-Wan is coming to a close very, very soon. So let's leave those and let's leave everyone with this question. Uh, Would you like to see Disney Plus and Hulu merge? And if they did merge, what do you think of fair prices? Especially if you're paying for both services right now. If you're paying for full, no ads, or if if you're paying for, you know, just the basic Hulu with the ads and then maybe you got Disney Plus. Uh, again, would you like to see them merge? And if they did, what do you think a fair price for both services would be? Uh, during the conversation over on Instagram, you could just leave a comment on the blog post for this or on the post for this episode, leave a comment on the blog or, uh, better yet, we'd love for you to join our growing community over on discord. 
Uh, joining is super simple. You can either click on the link in the blog post for the episode, podcasters.com slash 417, or you can visit us on Instagram and click on our pinned IG story. You'll click on the Discord link a couple taps away from joining. Download, install Discord, add your email, add a password, and boom, you are a part of the community. And uh, that's it. I think that's where we're going to wrap this episode. Uh, New Quizneyland is coming this week. Yes, yes, Andrew, yes. Andrew, uh, I know you posted that you were recording yes. a couple of days yes. ago. What? Uh, give guess. us a preview of what's coming this week. Um, we're going to talk about um, a sandwich. Ooh. Well, a, some, a kind of a sandwich. I believe it's pronounced the sandwich. F- the future <laughs> of sandwiches. We're talking about that. Um, if you know about that, uh, we're talking about, let's see, where, what do we got questions on? I wrote them down here and I always forget. Uh, there'll be questions on Kim Possible and McDonald's and trees. Trees. So yeah, trees. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Um, yeah, (laughs) I think it's going to be a good fun one. Um, sandwiches are fun. Dude, all the episodes And delicious. <laughs> Good sandwich. You get to hear about all the kinds of uh, sandwiches. There, there's a I list a bunch of different sandwiches in this episode, and may or may not be appetizing. You be the judge. Can I, can I tell oh, you a secret? No. <laughs> huh? So remember, I told you that I had like a little gift for the FGP squad that I was going to mm-hmm. be packaging up this week to send out to them. Is a sandwich? No, I wish it was a sandwich. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Um, that sounds good though. I feel like I want a sandwich now. Um, no, the gifts are packaged and in the package, they are also going to be receiving a Quizneyland sticker because I realized Ooh. that we haven't had Quizneyland stickers. And so I don't even have a Quizneyland. Oh, sticker, you so will get it before me. Oh, you will. So you're going to get a Quizneyland. I'm going to put sticker. it right on my face. Boom. Right on your forehead. <laughs> at advertising. <laughs> Um, Listen to it. I just point at it. <laughs> I don't go anywhere. I just go to work at home. So well, that's why I'm saying that if I send you a T-shirt, maybe it should be a Quizneyland shirt or something. Yeah, and then I'll Ooh. wear it when I go to Disneyland or D23. Boom, boom. Uh, all right, that's where we're gonna wrap it up. Any additional comments or anything you want to say before we wrap up for today? Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 so, so much information in those few words so thank you for that well you know you're i i was i was all prepared for you to say anything else and then i was gonna say yeah quizneyland but then you said well there's a new quizneyland this week and so i didn't have anything funny he to threw say him off his so <laughs> should we do it should we take two this one no it's so it's it's okay. Just leave in me going, and, and it'll be fine. You know, this is a, it's a, it's a probably a good, probably a good thing we've stopped now because we pro- we would have wanted to talk about Obi Wan Kenobi for like an hour. We had a three hour episode. I know. Been I know. Insane. So we'll get to it. I talked too long about LEDs, and it's my fault we didn't. Get no, to it's Kenobi. not. We it's learned. okay. It's okay. There was just a lot of like good stuff to talk about. Yeah. Just stuff. All right, that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Part of the Podcateers Network.